Hey, Teresa, we've got uh, first stop on the epic road trip that you have no idea where we're going. I have no idea. where. Well, I have a little bit of an idea now what direction we're heading in, which is a start. Yeah, we're, we're heading west from, from our hometown of Edmonton. So we are, I don't know, almost in, we're in Jasper National Park right now. Yeah. First stop of the day. Gorgeous. And we are on the little trail to Jasper House, which I have never done and you've never done. No. I don't entirely see a house. Maybe there is no house. I think it's just the site. Yeah. Of where the house we'll used to, to be located. We'll, we'll do a little research here, but it's a nice little trail to the beautiful, and I think this is the Athabasca River here. Yeah. But what, there's another river. There's a snaring river around here, but this is so big, I think it's the Athabasca. We'll have to double check that one. But It's beautiful. It is beautiful. And we talked to a couple of gentlemen that just left here, and there was a, a black bear sighting, and they watched it swim across the river and, and get away from them. So we're kind of waiting to see what we find here. We want to I know. I want to see a bear. black bear. Yeah, so but this is it. Across the river, not in front of us. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of bear hunting right now. Yeah, there yeah, we, we go. And I'm so excited to see where uh, you're taking me, Kyle. I have no clue. Well, we're at least going to Jasper because we're this far, but maybe we're going farther. <laughs> you just never know. I love it. Okay, stay tuned for more uh, info on that one. Kyle, I think that of all 33 episodes that we have recorded so far, this is the one that I'm most excited to record. I've been waiting to record this one because I have never, ever been on a surprise trip in my entire life. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm supposed to say something here. So, no, I was actually trying to come up with a witty response to <laughs> what I, I think would be... I know you looked at me like you were I was going to say Dilbury our... Provincial Park. I'm more excited about Dilbury Provincial Park than I am. <laughs> Don't knock the Dilbury. No, and that's coming, by the way. It's coming, I know. so it's good. Uh, this one, I'm so excited. You planned a surprise trip for me. I did. I have never been on a surprise trip in my entire life. I said, Teresa, block these weeks off work. No. We're going somewhere and you don't get to know. And you maybe did. bring your passport or no. I don't know. You did all the planning. Yeah. And I did all of the guessing incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And I was very patient. Were you proud of me? You were. Yeah. I, I told you I would tell you at any point in time if you wanted. And I didn't want to no, know. No, and you didn't want to know. Okay. So I have a question for you. Sure. Have you ever gone on a trip where you did not know where your final destination was going to be? Like on a particular day or on... Yeah. Yeah. Did you just like hit the road and just not know where you were going to end up? Well, so I I do like doing that. So often when I go to Europe, Mm -hmm. I have to book planes and things to to places. So I know I'm going to be in a city. But one of my favorite things to do is when I'm going off to, let's say, Spain or wherever else I'm going on my European trips, I always fly into Paris. Or historically, it actually had been London, but more recently Paris. Mm -hmm. And I refuse to look up anything in Paris. My favorite thing... I leave my hotel room right, and I just start walking and I will just walk for 12 hours. And it is that cool of a city mm-hmm. where I, I am never bored. I don't know if I'm hitting, I don't know if I'm missing things. I don't know if I'm hitting all the things. I don't really care, actually. You're just doing just, your thing? Yeah. And I walk down the street. I'm like, that looks like a good cafe. I'm going to sit there and drink a coffee and stare at the people. And then I'm going to get up and right. I'm going to wander. And yeah. And, and yeah, I've seen some pretty cool things uh, just like that. Yeah. So you have given me an immense amount of anxiety yeah. just in telling me that story because I am the complete opposite. Yes, you are. I am a tabbed binder traveler person. Mm-hmm. who has 
Yeah, we quite often call you Amy Santiago <laughs> from, from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, you are. I like to know in advance. And it's not just any binder tabs; it's the good ones. <laughs> yes, sorry. Go ahead. I like to know well in advance the exact itinerary of all of the things that I'm going to do in a day for each day of my trip, and I'll go so far as to to make research opening hours of the locations because heaven forbid I go somewhere and they're closed or they're like I mess up my itinerary because hours are off and I didn't do my research so I know in advance and if I can I buy the tickets and I know exactly and I maximize the amount of time I have in a day to see all the things and I'll know what events are happening when I go so I feel like I don't miss anything and I maximize the amount of time that I have that's the kind of traveler I am so I had no idea where we were going. No. I just took a back seat. Well, I took the passenger seat. Well, and it was a 10-day road trip. I know, I know. And even on the individual days, yeah. you had no idea can where I, or what we were doing. Can you, Do you know how monumental that is for me to be able to relinquish that control over to you? Yes. And trust you with this trip? Yeah. Well, so overall, <laughs> did you enjoy the trip? An amazing trip. So I will say I have done your level of planning before. When I went with my daughter, we would say it would be a very big family event for her and I to sit down in the evening and plan out day one of our 30-day or 45-day Ireland trip or our European trip or our seven-day road trip across the – or seven-week road trip across the U.S. We would have those days planned out and then we'd have three or four highlights. Right. We wanted to hit. I'm going to tell you with this trip, I don't know if it's my old age, Teresa, (laughs) or I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just busy at work. And because we went like, what, two or three days after I was done work work for. Yeah. And so I had hotels booked. I know. Towns. You know, I know. I sort of had the fairies booked. Maybe. find out about that coming up (laughs) but i actually didn't do a lot of planning i just knew that there were beautiful places so i knew where i knew where we were going yeah and i knew we would find beautiful things i just didn't know what they were and i'm glad in hindsight that you didn't tell me because that would have made me panic a little bit yeah but i just i had no no stress at all and i loved having no stress Okay, so our introductory clip there, which may be a little confusing because it's sort of out of nowhere, but uh, that is us leaving from Edmonton, Edmonton, and we're heading towards Jasper, about a three and a half to four hour drive from our town. And at this stage, I still did not know where we were going to end up. Not at all. So uh, our first few clips and our first bit of this podcast is that journey towards where we're going. So shall we continue the road trip? We shall continue the surprise. Pit stop number two on the mystery road trip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're at Mount Robson. I think this is a provincial park. It is a provincial park, yeah. yeah. And we are, well, I, I, I'm going to lie and say we're staring at Mount Robson right now, but we actually have our backs to it because uh, there's trees in the way. But we're on the little interpretive loop. It's around. only 0.5 kilometers. Yeah, and we're about halfway done. We got through 0.25. So uh, Mount Robson, the tallest uh, mountain in the Canadian Rockies. Yep. And uh, it's absolutely gorgeous. And have you been up there at all? No. Never even stepped foot on the mountain? No. Uh, oh, we're going to have to get you up there. I know. Well, the, I wanted to go to Berg Lake Trail. That's one of my bucket list trails yeah. for sure. But they're closed this year because of uh, trail maintenance. So maybe next year. Yeah, I've been to the first lake. Is it McKinley Lake? Is that the first lake? Kinley. Kinley, yeah. Uh, and it's gorgeous. Oh, It's I, really nice. That's yeah. as far as I've been. I've been invited many times and never go. But uh, it's great. It's a beautiful little place to take a break. I would definitely stop here. Bathroom, some Wi-Fi because you have no cell service here. Yeah. There's a little gift shop in there. 
And a little lovely cafe. little loop trail with some wildflowers to stare yeah, at. The wildflowers are still kicking around. Yeah. It's beautiful here. So, yeah, great pit stop. And to BC, where are we going no, next, we're pitching, Kyle? Pit, pitching a tent right here. Well, I wouldn't be upset with that one bit. No, I guess not. Except we get arrested, I think. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Come okay. find us. Okay, let's get back in the car and we'll head out. Okay. So, Teresa, it probably should be mentioned uh, that this is the first of several episodes about our road trip. Right. It's going to be three or four episodes that we do know for sure. So, you're going to have to stick with us to get all of the details. I'm going to tell you this was such an epic trip that you're going to want to hang on all of these episodes. There is yeah. some crazy things that are going to happen to us on the trip. There's some drama coming up. Right. So we're going to tease that. But let's talk about Mount Robson. So in 500 words or less, give me the entire history of Mount Robson, please. The history of Mount Robson? It happens to be the second oldest provincial park in British Columbia. Did you know that? Yes. No, but did you know that Mount Robson is the highest peak in Canadian Rockies? I did know that because we discussed it not 20 minutes ago, I think. (laughs) No, it's a beautiful place. If you haven't been, it's honestly worth the trips. As you're leaving Jasper, if you're in that area, it's what, 45 minutes from Jasper, maybe? Yep. And it is worth a stop, but it is very busy. And if you're going to climb that mountain uh, and try to access any of the campgrounds, that is, that's on the the top 20 most coveted items in the Canadian Rockies. So you have to get those, those campsites early and yeah. yeah, Oh yeah, for sure. Those permits for the hikes. Yeah. But definitely take a look at going up to Kinley Lake uh, on a day hike. Yep. Uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that for sure. It's about seven kilometers each way or something like that. So worth doing and absolutely gorgeous, but, yeah, but packed. Packed. They have a really nice visitor center there. There's a ton of little trails stemming from the visitor center yeah. that you could just stroll around for Yeah, we had a, a beautiful 90 minutes there. there. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was lovely. It was a great place to get a pit stop. Gorgeous but, mountain. Okay, ready for the next stop here? For sure. Where to next? Oh, only we're time We're going will into tell. BC at this stage. I think we're heading to BC. This is what my mind is. Well, at. we're already in BC. I know, Robson. But, <laughs> I know, but I'm feeling like at this stage in our trip, I was guessing that our final destination was in British Columbia. Which is weird. So did you think the passport was a ruse? I had no idea. I felt like I was confused because in my head, if we were going to the United States, we would have gone south down through Calgary. Right. And so I'm like, where are you taking me? We're going stead west. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. And so she she had asked me if we were going to need our passports. And all I would tell her, I said, it's always a good idea to carry identification. Yeah, you never yeah. know, right? So, you know, you should maybe bring your passport. I know. I may have gotten my entire team at work to put up a map, a Google map on our boardroom wall. <laughs> and we all guessed where you were taking yes. me at this stage. It yeah, I remember funny. you telling me that. And I, I think we can say that nobody was correct. Nobody was. Nobody. Okay, here's the next. So Teresa, this is a spot I have been to many, many, many times. What you're looking at right here is the Coquihalla River, and it flows into the Fraser River, uh, which is just right there. So we're yeah. at kind of at the, the... The confluence? Is that the word? Confluence of these two rivers, both which are beautiful. Uh, and of course, we're in the town of Hope, British Columbia. So I cannot go through this town without coming to this spot. If you wanted to find it, if you're in Hope, um, I always find it by driving to the river and then driving around in circles till I find the, like, and then I notice it. But it's actually Rotary Park. here it's so if you just google the rotary park and you'll find your way here and we are surrounded by how would you describe the trees here uh massive there's actually a trailhead here too trails of hope trails of hope where we came through and the trees are phenomenal and massive i I had to hug some yeah it, it is 
my favorite spot. This is a always a picnic area. I always seem to catch this in you know the afternoon, and we stop. And I've taken my daughter here for picnics, and you and I are going to hang out here. It just this is it's this almost, might be one of my favorite spots on earth. It's almost like you could film a movie here, Kyle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm going to do my Rambo impersonations here shortly. I'm going to climb up that mountain. Yeah. And then you need to shoot a rocket launcher at me. Okay. And I need to somehow, you know, not be hurt by that rocket launcher. I know. And then find my way out of a cave. Where did they film Rocky? In Rambo. Rambo. Oh, oh shoot. Oh, yeah. Uh, in these mountains. Around Hope. Beautiful. It was filmed on Hope. And all of the explosions that happened in the movie, these were buildings blowing up in the town of Hope. Well, Hope is much different now than it looks in the movie. And I do watch that movie about once a year. I don't know why. Do you? It's, it's one of my it's... Christmas movies. Oh, really? Yes. That's hilarious. I don't know why. <laughs> it's a classic. But if you are looking for epic, beautiful spots in the mountains... Like, I absolutely challenge you to find me a better spot than this. This is pretty stunning. Yeah. Anyways, this is my spot, Teresa. Love it. Wanted to take you to my spot. Thanks, Kyle. Okay, Teresa, I, I got to tell you how special this place is for me. I always went here as a kid, mm-hmm. uh, and I did enjoy stopping at that place, and I've taken my daughter there. And I was very, very happy, and I don't know if the word proud is not the right word, but it felt really nice to bring you there as well. Aww. Yeah. So, I don't know, tell me what you thought about it. I know it was in the clip, but how did how did it feel there? Well, I loved it. I love, first of all, I love that you took me somewhere that was really meaningful for you, because I think that that elevates the... Uh, connection with that space. But I've only ever driven through Hope as a place where we've stopped to grab a coffee and fill up our t- gas tank. I've never taken the time to s- to drive around in the town and go explore. This is the first time I got out of my car and really got to see it. And, and I have to say, I'm sad that it's taken me this long, but also really happy that we had that chance to sit at that confluence of those rivers. It was one of the most special times of the summer for me, actually, just sitting there and watching the water. Yeah. And honestly, it will be a place that if we decide when we retire, we're going to move somewhere because you know the Edmonton winters are quite harsh. Yeah. And, you know, if I don't have to live here for work and family, I might, you know, be like hope is high on that it's list for beautiful. me. And it's got 6,000 people. Right. And I think it is worth a stop if you were on your way. And again, like the clip said, Rambo was filmed there. The whole town is full of these beautiful Rambo wood carvings. It's actually insanely, it sounds stupid, but they are beautiful. They're beautiful carvings. And that little downtown district is gorgeous. It's gorgeous to walk. Japanese garden. Do you remember that one? That was beautiful. Yeah. That's a beautiful mountain town. Yeah. So give yourself, I don't know, a good two hours. I think if you're driving through, Take take some time and stop and hope it is gorgeous. And it is so easy just to, you know, move around that very small town. Yeah. Uh, but Teresa and I spent more than two hours in I hope know. because we made a stop at a brewery. Like we do. Like we do. I don't know. This is going to be interesting because we're going to have our end of the year brewery rankings, our award show, by the way, which is this coming sounds up. Sounds super serious, Kyle. And one of us quite enjoyed the beer here. And one of us was eh, about it. Um, <laughs> which is weird. You and I are usually quite we're agreeable, but even. this one has not been... Agreeable, but you said that you were grumpy somehow after being at the 
What's it? Beautiful grumpy? river and no, you know. But you said you had to rate the first it, one hard. No, no. This was our first. We had this <laughs> shock and awe. People, Kyle had a rubric to rank our beer. Of course. And this was the first time that I was testing the rubric. Yeah. And so I, I wasn't sure how to how to rank yet. Like I had no comparators. Well, so they may have been low, unfairly. Yeah, yeah maybe. So, anyways, it's the Mountain View Brewery. Be- it was a good. Beer. It was a beautiful. They have a beautiful uh, patio. Yeah, friendly staff, extremely friendly staff, amazing staff. Uh, yeah. And I really enjoyed their products, Teresa. Uh, maybe too early in the morning for beer for you. Is that? Is that- <laughs> Yeah, no, it was good. Am I beer. throwing you under the bus? Right no, now a you're bit? not throwing me under the bus. It, I blame the rubric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're throwing me under the bus right now? Okay. No, okay. no, it was really good. It was a lovely. It was, lovely yeah, but brewery. you know, I think we were there at about I don't know, was it noonish? Were we waiting for it to open? Don't us people. We may no, no, maybe. We- <laughs> I think we were. I think we had a 10-minute wait before it opened. <laughs> okay, uh, ready for the next pit stop on the trip. Yeah, we're next. So Hope is close to the border. So this way, oh, yeah. at this point, we could either go south through the border or keep going west towards Vancouver. I still didn't know where we were going. No. did Actually, I want to bring this up. Oh, bring it up. Our, our original plan, we had a very, very well-planned oh. trip that we were going to do. And we were going to go to Haida Gwaii. I know. And if you don't know where Haida it's a fairly large island off, off the, the coast. west coast of British Columbia. Tricky to get to logistically. It, in the nine days that we had, because yeah. it's an eight-hour ferry ride each way. The ferries don't run frequently. So us trying to figure out how to drive from here to, is it Prince Rupert? I think so. And getting there and not having to spend the night there and then wait for the morning for the ferry. So it was like almost it was going to be a two, if not three day adventure yeah. just to get there. So did you think that maybe I had maybe pulled a fast one on you and we were still going the there? The thought had crossed my mind, but we had talked about also different places along the Sunshine Coast. Yes. And so um, that was a very high probability for me that maybe we were going to the coast of BC, like north of Vancouver. Yeah, like it could and be Whistler, Whistler, Smithers, I think is in there. Um, yeah. Gibson's is, uh, Gibson's, is a that's, beautiful town. We had town. talked about Gibson's. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that was what your thought was originally. My thought was maybe that that's where we were going. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see our next location okay. here. Okay, Kyle, we decided to do a last minute pull off on the side of the road to come see the... Because you had to go to the washroom again. No, I did not. But now I do. We... Uh, Saw the sign for Bridal Vales Provincial Park in BC, just outside of Hope. And I've seen pictures of these waterfalls and thought, let's take a peek and see. It's only a 300 meter walk from the parking lot. It is quite steep though, but very family friendly. There's lots yeah. of lots of people, lots of yeah. people of all kinds of ages and Beautiful. sizes up here. So it's good, yeah. Yeah, it's a lovely little trail through huge, huge cedar trees and there's ferns and mosses. So in this, what's more impressive, the forest around us or the falls? Well, okay, so the falls are gorgeous. They are. Obviously, that's the big draw. I am a tree person, though, and I could hug every single one of these trees. They're gorgeous. Yeah, this is a almost rainforest gasket. I think I it is. Maybe I'll have to check into that. But this is beautiful in here. Yeah, I'm glad we stopped. Yeah, if you're driving to Vancouver along Trans-Canada, it's... It's a one-hour pit stop at yeah, the most. And there's a beautiful picnic site here, too. So I know. don't drive by it. It's worth it, for sure. 
yeah, I think we'll be less than an hour at this pit, uh, pit stop. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So Teresa, is that a point for me in not planning anything on a trip and just going where the wind blows you? Like that might have been a top. Well, that was a pretty epic trick. Actually, I was going to say it's a top five thing on the trip, but actually, there's no way it makes the top five. But I mean, it was gorgeous. Uh, it was beautiful, and, and I know you were really chomping at the bit to start this this segment. <laughs> so by I could take that. my point. You take your point because I think Duly you were going to try to take a point from me. Point given. I wasn't taking a point from you. <laughs> this is here's the thing. This is not a competition. Although I'm very competitive and everything is a competition, but this really is just. Do you see my eyes. I know. I'm, my eyes are rolling back in my head right now. But if I were to start the segment, that's what I wanted to say too. Like, this is a really good example of taking the time and just saying on a whim, oh, let's go there and turn. I've never done that. That's never how I've traveled in the past. Yeah. And so I always lovely. love to it, it actually, you know, you know, it really actually disappoints me right now if I can go off on a tangent here. Um, we used to, when I went with my daughter on our road trips, right. not book hotels ahead right. of time. Oh. Because we knew that you could just pull into like a Motel 6 or a Super 8 and there just would be rooms. Those and days are gone now. They are. and they're Or you can still get a room, but you're paying twice the price the day of. Or if sometimes you get lucky and they're discounting them. But we used to yeah. do that because we just didn't care how far we got. Right. You know, we went and we did, and then we stopped when we were done. And you can't yeah. do that anymore. And it's a bit of a disappointment. Uh, that actually ended up being more than an hour pit stop. You remember why? <laughs> <laughs> you got lost. I got lost. You went on... all the way down to through the campground. Yeah. So there is a beautiful campground there and uh, like for an RV park and stuff like that. So if you're into RVing, but. Oh, because you, you were worried about forgetting something in the car. I, I thought I left the car unlocked and I think our wallet and our passports <laughs> and everything were there. And I thought I left the car unlocked. So I went running down. So I ran and Teresa was going to go to the washroom and walk. <laughs> And she waited for me for like 20 minutes I because taking, I was lost. I was taking my time, taking pictures of all the tr- every single tree I took a picture of. And I was waiting there. I'm like, where did he go? <laughs> we were really not that far from the car. No, but if you're in the campground, you're actually quite a ways from the main parking lot. <laughs> so funny. Uh, what a beautiful part of British Columbia. Those waterfalls were gorgeous. But you know what I was reading is that they freeze up in the wintertime. They're, they're very dangerous. for So don't like try and go near them and explore in the wintertime that the ice water well, the freezes and falls and it's really slippery rocks. So oh, okay. just be careful. That's what I read. But it's beautiful in the summer. Okay. I do want to mention, because we don't have any clips from there, but we did a pit stop as well just outside of uh, <gasps> Bridal Vale Falls. To the next place we're going to move to? This might be the place we move to. It might be. Uh, and it's Chilliwack, British oh. Columbia. So we don't have a lot of time to talk about it, but if you were in the area, I don't know, go for it. Do you know that's my first time in Chilliwack? Really? Did you know that? I, I think maybe you mentioned it on the trip. Yes. It's my first time. That little downtown district Gorgeous. was so quaint and charming and had the most beautiful little walkable streets with boutiques and restaurants and breweries. We had a beautiful brewery there. Do you remember what it was called? Uh, I'm actually just looking that up right now. You have your brewery notes, don't you? I do have my brewery notes. So we went to... The brick layer. Brick layer, yes. Sorry. We went to, and we're not going to mention it here because we don't like to say bad things, but we actually went to a brewery before that. Yeah. And the service was awful. So we left. So we left. We've and we never, never done that. Never. But we no. sat, I don't even know how long, 10 minutes and had people walk by. I us think it we, was longer than that. Uh, we're pretty patient people. And it wasn't busy. Just people weren't interested. But we went to the brick layer. 
And I'm glad we what left. What a happy little accident oh, that was. Oh my goodness. So again, check out our end of the year brewery awards because this might find its way there. But the Bricklayer, gorgeous building, gorgeous Phen- patio. Phenomenal service. Yes. Yeah, that was a good one. And we're going to move to Chilliwack now. Hope and Chilliwack. Yeah, and you're about an hour and a bit away from Vancouver. So if you need amenities in a big city, like big into concerts or theater or, you know, music and like those big city amenities, you have it in Vancouver. Yeah. But you don't have to live in Vancouver. No, you can live in Chilliwack like we're going to. Yeah, and, you know, an hour and a bit away. It's not crazy Vancouver house prices either. Right. So that might be our thing. It was a cute mountain town. And we did enjoy it. Okay. okay. I've got I've got one more clip here as we're about to approach the first of our destinations. But Teresa's got her finger up I at have, me right now. I have my finger. It's very dramatic. Very. So at Chilliwack now, we're so close to the border. Yes. I'm 50-50 at guessing we're either heading west to Vancouver or Victoria. Mm-hmm. Or we're going south to the states and i had no idea still at this point where we were going yeah proceed i will you may proceed thank you teresa we are at the blue fox drive-in theater i can't wait (laughs) in oak harbor washington how long has it been since you've been in a drive-thru well we had this conversation we were very excited to see that there was a drive-in theater still here this is what i like about the u.s they still have cool things i know uh it is very hard to find a drive-in theater in canada anywhere I know this is so nostalgic for me. It's bringing me back to my childhood for sure. Uh, I was at one a few years ago. They had one in British Columbia. I went oh, to. Yeah, but nice. since in our hometown, it's been years, thirty years since they've had one in town. So yeah. I'm very excited watching Indiana Jones Five tonight. High five for that! Yeah. And then the Flash, which I guarantee will be asleep for. Oh, I know. So are you excited about being in Oak Harbor for our first night? Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. I had no idea. Yes. And so surprised. Yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah, one night here, and then we're getting to the place we're really going to. I know, I have no idea. <laughs> so much fun. Okay, let's go figure out these go-karts. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, so as you guess, we crossed south into the border. This is day two of our trip, and we ended up in the beautiful Whidbey Island in Washington in Oak Harbor. And it was lovely, and we thought, oh, we saw randomly by chance we learned that there was a drive-in theater and we thought let's try and see if we can go yeah so let's let's have a quick discussion of the drive-in theater so i i had been one a couple years ago but we were well set up for it we had chairs but you and i didn't have anything like that ready to go no we were in our car we were in the car like people do at drive-in and 10 minutes in our legs are cramping up and i was sleeping and she was sleeping i'm like do you even want to do this i don't even think i made it through the first opening credits and i was conked right out so So i believe that the blue fox should probably compensate us with a guest pass at some point but we left like 10 minutes in but we were that those people that the worst the movie's on and we've got our headlights on and we're trying to pull out and we're just like we're awful but we couldn't like make it we couldn't do, do we it. break a rule a societal rule that's just unwritten that you don't once you park in a drive-through movie theater like you're you're there you're there you make the commitment and I, you suck it up i would have to have sawn my legs off like i don't know it, i don't know what like i would have lied on the ground outside my legs were so cramped i was in so much pain <laughs> okay such an old man thing anyway so i do have to say this though we so you know unlike you know it seems like we must be millionaires to be doing all these trips all the time but we're actually very frugal on we're these things very frugal to be able to do this but uh teresa was very excited because uh i did 
because we had a whole bunch of camping coming up and, and right. I don't know if you knew that at the time or not. I think you did. Yeah. Cause yeah. we had to pack camping stuff. So, but I said, we're going to spend one night at a beautiful hotel hotel. That's really nice. And it's going to be close to everything. And we'll just pay yeah. nice dollars for that one. So we had this beautiful hotel. Do you right. remember the name of it? Okay. Show notes, check the show notes. <laughs> okay. It was beautiful though. And we went to the drive-in theater and I have since seen this movie, by the way, have you? No. I've seen Indiana Jones 5. You watched it without me? Yeah, I ordered it on something something. How could you watch it without me? You oh. movie cheated on me. <laughs> it was mediocre. Oh. It was okay. Is this a new movie review podcast? It might be. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where we're at here. But Oak Harbor, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, so pretty. We went to another brewery. We parked the car. Are uh, you Got surprised? a cab. Or did we walk? We were close to a brewery. No, we, we walked. We capped. We capped, yeah. Okay, so the last brewery we went to... For the day was the Flyers in Oak Harbor. Isn't Oak Harbor like an aviation center? Yes. You're right, Teresa. It actually is an aviation center. But before I get there, do you remember the Deception Bay Bridge that we drove over? Oh, yes. Beautiful bridge. Gave you beautiful views of the ocean. So many people were stopping taking pictures. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it was actually quite slow to get on the bridge because there were so many people. It was kind of on the side. But in the completion of that bridge in 1935, they built an Air Force base there. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they, they did have a giant plane. Do you remember that? Like on one of those big stands in yeah. an old like World War II plane or something. Uh, it was very, very cool. The naval history is, is very deep in this area. Uh, I do want to also say something too here because whenever we talk about a place, we like to talk about the people. So the lower Skagit people uh, were the indigenous groups that had inhabited that area. So we're oh. talking about Oak Harbor. We're talking about Crescent Harbor in the area. But this is an area that you can drive to, you just got to get across that bridge. It feels like an island, but it's right. really kind of an inlet, right? And, right. And, and things like that. So we actually drove there, no ferries required to get here, but it was really cool. About 20,000 people, just a small little town. It's beautiful. Yeah. But we went to Flyers, that brewery. Had an, so had good. A, a burger. Burger, yeah. Pub meal and some more beer. It was lovely. Yeah. We had a few more beer there because we had a cab. So it was That's nice. right. Yeah. So that is... Day two. Day two. And also the start of me now receiving my point for planning. What did you plan? (laughs) No, no. No, I get a point. Okay, what do you get a point for? The the notion that planning trips is a good thing. Okay, so you're about to tell me that we missed something in Oak Harbor then, right? No, I'm about to tell you what you told me when we got back to the hotel room, which was, oops, you forgot. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Your ferry tickets for yes, the next day. I forgot to book the ferry tickets for the next day. And actually, yeah. there is a clip for this. Okay. Teresa, road trip, day three. Yeah. And do you know the body of water you're on right now? Um, uh, shoot, I have no idea. It, this is not the Pacific Ocean? Not, I mean, it, it, sort of, I guess. What's the body uh, I, of water? I, I think we're in the Puget Sound. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I, if I understand my geography, I'll double check that if I'm wrong, but I, I don't think I am. And we are on our way to that little island right there. Port Townsend. Port Townsend is the town, yes, and I, this is not, we just left Whitby Island. Yeah. And I don't know the name of this island, actually. Oh, we got to figure well, we're that going out. To, yeah, we're going to that island. How do you enjoy the little ferry? We've got a, a half hour ferry ride between uh, Cookville and uh, Port Townsend. Well, the most beautiful sunny day, not a cloud in sight, and the water's pretty smooth. I was worried Very about smooth. rough waters, but this is so nice. Yeah. I'm uh, looking for whales. 
Are there whales in here? Uh, I think there must be. It's oceany, so maybe. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a marine man. Oh, should I'm we a become? Prairie boy. <laughs> I know. I, but it's What's like sea otters and maybe seals. I don't know. I think there's whales in here. We're gonna see one. I think so. So beautiful. Yeah, it's good. And uh, this ferry was only for a car and two people, $20 and 50 cents. Can't believe it. It's unbelievable. Or it's a three and a half hour drive. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll take the ferry. Yeah, but buy good. tickets in advance? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which we didn't, but. But we got on because we, we have on. good luck. We live life well. That's right. <laughs> Okay, so Teresa, so point back to me, I did not book that ahead of time, and we still got a ferry. Darn it. And I, it wasn't even really close. I, I don't know if it filled up or not, but lots of cars got on after us. So now we yeah. had to get up at 5 a.m. to make sure we got a ferry. Yeah. Kind of ruined that really beautiful hotel. Yeah. yeah. Point back to me. Yeah. Point serve return. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you know tennis. Anyways. No, it was good. It's it was lovely. nice that we got the early ferry, though, too. That was the first ferry out. Yeah. And we figured we wanted to take the first ferry because we didn't have a ticket. And who the heck wants to go on a ferry at 6.30 in the morning or whatever time it was that we went on right. there. So it was uh, nice. But we got to town early. Can I also take credit? Yes. For I will give you credit. Service return volleyed back to you. I feel like... We have really good luck when I'm when I'm with us. <laughs> yes. So you're good luck. Yeah. Like okay. basically whenever we roll into somewhere, we get the things that we need. And everything the things that they out. tell you that they should book in advance. That's right. We just everything just works out, Kyle. Yeah, we are getting a bit lucky here. So Yeah. So what did you think? We ha- we don't have any clips from uh, the town of Port Townsend itself until later on what some of the activities are doing, but tell us about the town. Okay. So town of Port Townsend I think is one of the most charming, beautiful towns that I have ever been to. So this is, if you have not gone, it's a very Victorian style, charming seaside port town. And it is everything that you would think it is. It's it's like what movies are made of. The architecture is so beautiful. The seaside and, and marina is are so beautiful. It's very walkable. It's a tiny town. It's a great place to go and enjoy. Just walking up and down that historical streets and buildings. It was beautiful. Yeah, we had a beautiful time. It's a town of 10,000 people. And How did I know you were going to throw out the population? I, I can't do anything without a number attached to it. So... Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. And there was lots of things to do there because it is quite a touristy spot. Yep. It's got a lot of amenities too. And I do want to correct our clip earlier on, it is not on an island. It is no. on a peninsula. That's right. So uh, we took that ferry from Oak Harbor mm-hmm. to from Whitby Island to... Uh, the peninsula where Port Townsend is. So uh, I thought it was fantastic. It was beautiful. I have a question for you. Sure. When was it founded? Oh, I, you know what? We saw this on an interpretive sign there. Yeah. Actually, there's lots of good information around town too. Yeah. So it became, it was a naval base, maybe not Port Townsend itself, but there was one up the road. I actually want to say Port Townsend was a naval base at some point. I'm going to guess. I don't know this for sure, but we definitely saw some naval activity there. I'm going to say... 1788 seems no, right to me. You're super way, way really? off. Really? No, I'm just kidding. 1851. Oh, I am? Oh, that's significantly it's okay. off. It's okay. It, it's, it's, uh, yeah, founded in 1851. And it's also known as City of Dreams. City of Dreams. You know what? I'm going to tell you my Pacific Northwest history is, is not stellar. As mentioned, I'm a prairie boy. Uh, oceany Aww. stuff. Oceany stuff? Is very difficult for me. There's fishy things in there. Well, Anyways. I know. We we learned that on our, 
our next excursion coming up, I think. Okay, well, I've got another clip here. Teresa, I've dragged you against your will to the Fort <laughs> Warden State Park. Yeah, against my will with my rubber arm. <laughs> yeah, we are in Port Townsend, Washington. What, a, what was it, a five-minute drive from the town center? Yeah. And we're on this little, I don't know what we call this thing. I'm not an ocean person, a peninsula? Or an sure. Out, an out an inlet? No, sure. whatever. A dock? A, a dock. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but we're, we're basically at the the land edge here, and we're surrounded by ocean. Yeah. And it's beautiful. We just learned a whole bunch about eelgrass. I know. They have a marine center here. Yeah. That's very cool. And a ton of interpretive signs about the eelgrass and the birds along the way. Yeah. So I feel we should spend the next 45 minutes discussing eelgrass <laughs> for our listeners. Well, I do feel really <laughs> sad for it now. Yes. Eelgrass, uh, it's very interesting. The thing that, I mean, it's an aquatic plant. Yeah. But apparently, according to the interpretive signs, it was a land plant and it has migrated so to cool. the water, which it's is so cool. weird. In, and it says in recent geological times. So it is a very interesting park so far. Uh, you have the ocean surrounding you. Stunning uh, beaches. Yes. Nice beaches for sure. Yeah. Uh, I got a lighthouse that we're going to go walk over to. Should we go walk over there right now? Yeah. Do we get to go in it? I don't know. Let's okay. go find out. Okay. <laughs> As promised, Teresa, the next 45 minutes will be about Eelgrass. Eelgrass, or also known as Zostera, oh my goodness, uh, is a small genus of widely distributed seagrasses, commonly called marine eelgrass or simply seagrass or eelgrass, and also known as seaweed by some fishermen and recreational boaters, including yachtsmen. I can't even. The genus Zostera contains 15 species. Are we scientists now? I read it on Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm holding it in my hand right now. You're so funny. Okay. That was a beautiful state park. I just want to say a couple things about that state park, and then I'm going to get my next point Uh-oh, granted to okay, me. Okay, I don't know what this is. Okay, so first of all, Fort Warden State Park. That was a good pick, by the way. I was questioning your judgment when we were driving up there, thinking, why are we going here? Honestly, in my head, I'm like, mm, this isn't when uh, we were driving It's a there? state park. It's a, well, a and state I found park it could just five minutes campground. earlier on the phone. I can't be wrong. Exactly. So I was questioning why we were going. But in fact, it had a really, really beautiful beachfront Gorgeous marine center and the Point Wilson Lighthouse. So lots of really beautiful things to do. If you're campers, it's a really hot commodity beachfront campground that's hard to get in the summer, apparently. Yeah, it is gorgeous because you are on, and actually I know what land end is called now. It's called the coast. Yes. Very, very, very knowledgeable now. However, uh, I will say that um, you're there for the ocean views and not for the campsites because they are no trees wide open. No. Park your RV. But sorry, but keep going. Take your point. So I'm going to take my point for this fact that I just learned 10 minutes ago. Okay. Whilst doing research on Fort Warden State Park, Kyle. Mm -hmm. Okay. There are hidden tunnels that abandoned network of military bunkers and tunnels that you can go in and descend and explore. No, I think this is fake news. No, I'm seeing it on atlasobscura.com. I I don't understand. So there are tunnels. Apparently. Well, this would make sense because this is a fort. Yeah. And we saw barracks. Yes. But you're suggesting you get a point because I missed something on our haphazardly planned tour of Port Townsend. (laughs) Yep. Okay, so what, what, oh, no, what did we miss cool. in the tunnels, actually? So we should tell our listeners so they don't miss it. What, what did we miss? Tunnels. Haunted They're barracks. Haunted? Yes. Haunted barracks. Secret tunnels, haunted barracks. Well, That might be too scary. Yeah, see, I, you know, I, I actually, I'm going to tell you now, I knew about them. I just didn't want to tell you. 
point back to you. Yes, point back to me. I just did not want to start our trip off with terrifying oh. you. So here's here's what I'm learning though. Yes. Can I just be super frank and honest right oh, now? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna steer this up. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet. Like you're people are hearing all of the places that we go. What I am struggling with and learning how to cope with is re- being okay not doing everything. Mm-hmm. That's been tough for me, and that comes out in when I have my very maybe neurotic planning episodes for traveling. I feel like I need to get in everything, but it doesn't leave enough space to do all of the things. So no, it doesn't. And again, I've done those things as well. Yeah. You know, when I think I've mentioned it many times at Sydney and I, we went to 63 towns in Ireland in seven weeks. Yeah. And we did everything. Like there was very little left to do. We loved it. Yeah. But we were exhausted. Yeah. And it left no time for rest. Yeah. And we rested a lot on this one, which is good because we both needed it. So we did. Yeah. yeah. No. So I'm learning how to cope with not having to do every single thing that there is to do in the towns. Yeah. So we missed the tunnel. The tunnels and, and haunted. The haunted barracks. tunnel systems and the haunted barracks. So, okay. We, at this point, we are going to visit some more of the sort of late afternoon, early evening nightlife mm-hmm. for people in our age group. So when you say late afternoon, early evening, you I mean 2.33? Two, two, <laughs> it might have been, yeah. I don't actually remember. But, I don't know. Uh, we went and visited a vineyard. A winery, actually. It was a winery. Yeah. Their vineyard was somewhere is else. This, hold the phone. Is this our first vineyard winery? It is, it I is. think. It is. Normally, it's breweries. Yeah. Now, I, actually, this is this is an interesting conversation. I would right. like to go to more wineries. High five for that. Okay, we're high-fiving. But you struggle with wine, though. Especially red wine. Because it gives me headaches. Yes. But sometimes I push through. Push through, right? Yeah. I love it so much. It's so beautiful and oh, delicious. Yeah. And, and and I love the ambiance of a vineyard and winery. There's just something so peaceful about it. Mm-hmm. To me, more so than a brewery. Breweries tend to have more of an upbeat vibe. You have the industrial um, scenery with all of the... Yes, usually. You, it feels like yeah, a pub most It feels like a pub. But yeah. vineyards are outside and they're beautiful. They're a little more hoity-toity, a little elegant. Hoity-toity. A little higher you mean crust. I don't know what it called. Gorgeous, elegant, classy. Proceed. Okay. Proceed with the clip. Teresa, we've had uh, quite the morning here in Port yes. Townsend. So I forgot to book a ferry. Oops. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, let's just go early and try yeah. to get on, which we did. So we've been up since yeah. five this morning. We sure did. Uh, it's about noon or 12.45 or something right now. We've been to a brewery. Uh, we went to the Prosperous Brewery. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, and it was Pro- fantastic. Propolis. Propolis? 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 Yeah. Propolis? Propolis? Either way, uh, and we've had some beverages there, which were fantastic. Really uh, good beer. We are at the Port Townsend Vineyards now, which Oops. is probably a mistake. But, because it's so pretty. And we're about to play cornhole. So, uh, actually, before we do that, we also should talk briefly about CJ's Seafood Restaurant bar. Place. It's called yeah. CJ's. That's it. Yeah. We wanted a little dive seafood place on the water. I like love It's got to be the best, right? Perfect fish and chips overlooking the harbor and the fisher boats coming in. Mm-hmm. So we had the halibut and fries. And the crab cakes. And the crab cakes. Mm-hmm. That was good. So we had good. a good time. So it's been a good Full good morning. <laughs> morning. <laughs> in Port Townsend. 
Oh, we also went to the state park. Oh, into the state. It's been crazy. Look at so, us go. Okay, but this is serious now, though. We've got we've got at at oh, the no. uh, Port Townsend Vineyards, which I would actually recommend coming to. First of all, really, really knowledgeable dude there with the with the wines, and they Somalier. threw this, yeah the sommelier yeah, and threw out like forty wines for me to try immediately. Yeah, going to help in the next cornhole competition. Right. Me. So now they've got a, actually a nice little grounds here with uh, cornhole and bocce. Yeah. Uh, but Teresa and I, it's cornhole. Yeah. Uh, you've never won yet. Don't you in say your that? Whole life. I won in Gibbons. Oh, you yeah. did. You got so lucky. <laughs> the wind. Okay, you won once. Okay, what are we playing for today? We are playing for who gets to set up the tent. Oh gosh. Okay, loser sets up the tent. Oh, awful. <laughs> okay, uh, we will get back to you on how that is. Okay, okay, loser sets up the tent. Okay, good luck with that, Teresa. <laughs> so the investigative journalists that we are, uh, we didn't uh, clearly listen. We actually did listen to these clips before we recorded. Yeah, I know. Uh, apparently, we were at the winery at just after noon. Oops. After we had hit a brewery before that. We're trying to maximize our time on our vacation. <laughs> well, this is what happens when you start at 5 a.m., it's true. Yeah, that's right. You're, you do it the things. And yeah, yeah. So uh, we should take some time to talk about propolis brewing, Great which brewery. we were struggling to get that out of our mouths here. I know. But actually, yes, that brewery. Was the local owner, he had owned it for like 14 years, I think he said. Yeah, I can't remember. We had a chat with him. We were the only ones in there for a while because we got there. I think we were waiting for it to open again. Uh, you know, and, and yeah. again, we don't, also, we're not alcoholics, changed, by the way. But time changed. Yeah, it was right. We were an hour earlier, but I mean, we only ever have one at these places. I know. And and often it's a shared flight. So uh, I'm, I'm starting to have a complex about, about this, but we're, we're, we're barely having any. But uh, we had a nice chat with him. Yeah. Really friendly guy, and that space was gorgeous. It was so cool the 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 design and the decor. I loved it. Now this is going to be tough, and I don't want to have any giveaways, but I will give this one away. Um, actually, I'm not even going to look at my ratings because I remember this one. I think it's in. You know, if we were like the Oscars and right. we were going to nominate seven breweries as finalists for Brewery of the Year, I know it's getting a nomination. Wow! I think just I just here for right. I I I I'm not sure if it's gonna win, but it's in there. This is exciting I think, news. I think I don't know. I remember having a very like we both in because we got we got the flight again. Yeah, and you might have got your own, and I got my own. So we had eight to try. I think there. Yeah, eight. You know, four ounces. Yeah, and it, it was, was good. good. Yeah, it was beautiful space. It was good, and we had a good time, and it had a nice patio as well. I got to hung out there all day. Great music going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. He had a record player, and he was just playing so his cool. records, and he was kind of like, "What do you want to listen to?" And I'm like, "Whatever you want to play, buddy." Like, like it's all good. Really unpretentious garden space outside. Like it was lovely. Yes, space. we yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, but more importantly, the listeners have to know uh, who set up the tent that night. I actually don't remember. Okay, so I remember. Okay, this. I beat you at Cornhole. I had to have. Or no, did we even play? No, we did play, and I won. <laughs> what? <laughs> you still... And and you did the tent, but we shared. We shared tent? We shared tent. So we have the well, same it's, now. Well, it's, it's hard because you can't... It's hard to set it up by yourself. It's hard to set it up by yourself. But you I did all of the... The cots and the mattresses and got all that stuff ready and you did the skeleton of the tent. But we shared the poles, I think. Are you suggesting that you won because I said I didn't remember and you're just jumping on that? Like, did you really beat me? 
<laughs> I'd totally beat you. Okay, I'm going to take your win. You weren't, you weren't happy about it. Uh, I remember that much. Was it the wind again? It was the heat. <laughs> it was sunny and hot. Oh, yeah. I don't no, remember but this it game. Was funny. Okay. Uh, and uh, so the. Oh, yes, I remember. I remember. I remember. Yeah, I didn't win that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That yeah, was off. All, it was on a hill. Is that, what, is that what your excuse is? It was uphill then downhill. Uphill? It was it was on a hill. Yeah. Yeah, I have an excuse for that. There you go. Okay. Uh, Teresa, we've got uh, one more state park we visited in the Port Townsend area. Right. And there's actually quite a few within very so short driving distance. I was distance. very surprised. We couldn't get to them all. Right. But we went to this one called Anderson Lake State Park. Ready for the clip? Yeah. I believe we are walking through an old growth cedar forest. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it is so beautiful. I'm not going to correct you. I'm going to watch that squirrel that's been tailing us for two kilometers. Okay, we did hear a loud sound in the bushes. And it's that squirrel. He's learned skills that I don't understand squirrels should have. He's stalking us. He is. And he's intimidating us. Yes, that squirrel. On purpose. Yeah, he's just, he's mocking us. And he's making us think that there's a cougar following us? Yeah. Are there cougars here? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm going to assume, yes, Washington is full of cougars. And bears. And bears, which is fine. We're prepared and, for all of that right now. But most importantly, they're full of unruly squirrels. Yes, that squirrel. Attacking is... poor Canadian tourists. Yes, yes. Okay, but, but on this forest trail here, though. Yeah. Uh, underrated. There is, I, we've seen two people the whole time. Yeah. This is stunning. This lake is beautiful. The forest is unbelievable. Yeah. And why isn't anyone here? I don't understand it either. But we're here and we count. We count, yeah. We're here and that squirrel's here. And I think I'm allowed to eat that squirrel. No, don't. He's so cute. No, he's not. He's after us. His name is George. Oh, you named him now. I know. Okay, that's it. (laughs) Okay, yeah, this trail B. It's a good trail. Oh, there's that squirrel. Oh, he's lovely. Okay, Teresa, I'm on the internet. I did a very quick Google search. Yes, in general, squirrel meat is safe and delicious to eat. (gasps) Oh! Don't threaten squirrels. They're minding their own business and we're invading one, their space. Well, in theory, you're correct. But I, in theory, you no, know, you're right. You're what you're saying is correct. Uh, but that squirrel was on me the second I got out of the car. Or was he within a six foot radius of your vicinity and startled you? No, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> more importantly, I, I cannot, I, I, this hike. It was a lovely trail. I just, I cannot believe how much open space there is to wander. Like you, you talk about, yeah. you know, all of these big national parks and they're crowded and right. they're busy and it's hard to find parking. And then you find this Anderson Lake yeah. and there was a, a park ranger there. We met him along the trail and we had a nice conversation with him and it's gorgeous. This is what, about a five or six kilometer loop or something like we did there. There was a, a ton of different loop options to take. There was, because they were called trail A, B, C, D, yeah. E, F, G, H. There was a lot of them, There were actually. a ton of trails. That's right. And and this state park is almost, it's just under 500 acres. It's massive. And there's three little lakes in that area, Anderson Lake being the biggest one. But there's so many trails, and they were gorgeous. I think we saw one other couple the entire time we were there. Yeah, I, I, it's just, it's stunning that this area is sort of empty of people yeah and so rich in forests and wildlife and i can't even begin to tell and wetlands but we haven't even got into the nature and there's already been so much nature in this episode so 
Uh, we have one more clip that I know is, you know, very... Am I going to cry? You might cry because I know this was always a bucket list of yours. Not so much for me, but... Um, Dream come true for me. Yeah. And uh, we'll let the clip do most of the work here. Okay. Teresa, you're making me go on a boat. A whale watch tour, to be exact. Are you feeling, Kyle? Not great. So I like no. being on kayaks. I like being within, like, swimming distance of yeah. shorelines. Okay. So lakes are nice for paddling. Little streams and rivers are okay? Yeah, yeah. But going on a big ocean vessel where I might not see the land, that is not something I love doing. Yeah. You know, I have been out dolphin watching one time in the Gulf of Mexico and we were 10 or 15 kilometers out. And that made you nervous? Oh gosh, I don't like it. Uh, So you're making me do this, which I'm not a big fan of right now, but whatever, whales. And and, a whale could just eat the whole boat. This is a beautiful, huge vessel. If it's 120 people, there's a bathroom on board. No, I I see this. Yes, the Puget Sound Express. It looks lovely. Yeah. It looks like a, you know, Vienna sausage to a whale. Just chomp. Well, you know what? If you got to go... With 120 human feelings. Is that the worst way to go? <laughs> yes. It's awful. <laughs> the, the Whale Watch Tours, the Puget Sound Express, they've been really lovely and we managed to get in the day before, so that was really cool when we were here. In- yeah, we actually could have got day of. I wouldn't recommend it, but we could have, but we chose not to and we chose yeah. this day. Oh, I'm uh, excited. Yeah. This is a bucket list for me, so thank yeah, you that, for coming. This is the only reason I'm doing it is I for know. you. Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah, but I'll do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. What are you most excited to look forward to seeing? Well, you mentioned there's some puffins, which I've seen, but they're yeah. cute. And I'm on a little bird kick right now. Yeah. I mean, a whale would be cool. I've actually never seen a whale, I don't think. In the ocean. Maybe I have. Yeah, I've never. I, so this is going to be like really from cool. the shore. Maybe I've seen them somewhere. Maybe maybe yeah. somebody as a kid. I have this vague recollection of someone pointing out whales. Right. Maybe when I was in Vancouver Island somewhere, but I don't yeah. know. But it'd be nice to see a whale, like yeah. but in the distance, like a bear. not right. I want to see it's them a wild animal scooping out of the water, jumping out, doing like little... right beside yes, the boat. No, because it'll capsize us. It won't capsize. Look at that thing's huge. It's, it's not compared to a whale. <laughs> I know whales can be up to forty tons. Yeah, that thing's not 40 tons. I don't It'll know. just eat that thing. Oh, yeah, it's not getting oh, eaten today. We won't get eaten. Okay. Good luck, Teresa. Okay, so this was one of the highlights of the trip for me. And this has always been a bucket list for me. I've always dreamed of being on the ocean and seeing whales in their natural habitat. Uh, as opposed to going to, um, I don't know, places like Sea World, where it's, it's not a place where I want to see whales. So I've always wanted to see them out in their natural habitat. So I was very excited. We saw so many beautiful um, whales and orcas. It, it was a dream come true. I was very emotional about it. And then we heard from somebody later on that, oh, maybe whale watching isn't the most ethical way to see whales and that it could actually be damaging to them. Right. So I think we would have really missed an opportunity. Right for us to not have this conversation. It's so a tough one. It, it really is. And so, first of all, we went on this whale watching uh, expedition. You know, it was a, what, it was a five-hour yep. sort of thing. We saw a ton of whales. It was amazing. It was beautiful. And, yeah. and, and they were, 
you know, not right by the boat, but I don't know, 100 meters kind of thing. I don't know. It's hard to tell distances in the water, right? And so we had no idea. We just saw whale watching. We knew that was high on your list and and we booked the ticket. And then I I think education is really, really important. I'll I'll even go farther to tell a story. I took my daughter when she was probably 10 to SeaWorld. Like we went there. Right. And it never occurred to me at all. And then I remember watching documentaries with my daughter because she's turned into, you know, quite a strong, you know, supporter of environmental issues and things like that. And so we talked about that and we know that, you know, you should not be keeping whales in captivity. Absolutely. Right. So I think, I think the final word on this one, and you may have more to say, Teresa, is that you're going to have to make a choice as to whether this is the type of activity you want to participate in. We went into it not understanding that this was a bit of a controversial issue. Right. Um, we have since looked up uh, the company that we have gone with. The reviews seem to say that they keep their respectable distances and, and they've been ethical. operating a long yeah. time. So I felt a little bit better about that for sure. Yeah. And, and it was a beautiful time, but I think it's something that you know, probably not you and I, we have no involvement. We don't live anywhere near this area, but those people that live in this area are going to have to decide whether these are things that they're going to allow anymore. Are they going to have to keep boats farther away? Because apparently sometimes the whales get hit. Sometimes uh, it's distracting for them. It's stressful stressful with having all the boats in the water. And so, you know, it might be something that has to be limited, but again, knowing that there are so many jobs tied to these types of things is a tough issue. It's a tough issue. There's a lot of researchers and science and um, I I appreciate the the science and research aspect behind it and conservation efforts as well. So, so I get both sides of the story and I think the most important thing for for us is to know like moving forward we're just going to be a little bit more aware and cognizant of looking into these type of things and maybe doing some planning ahead of time to just gauge if if this is an activity that we want to partake right and and again we know that anytime we travel um, you know there are environmental concerns that you have to consider when you're that's right hiking on a mountain this is stay on the trail stay on the trail and so maybe there are good ways to do it and maybe there's you know, in the future, better ways to, better do. Ways to do it. So, yeah. you know, and I have heard better ways. Maybe you're looking for uh, going out uh, on a coastal area where you're still on land and you can watch them yeah. as they go by. And I believe there are companies that are doing that already as yeah. well. So I, I don't know. It's a tough one, but I know you really enjoyed it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. It Just was, do research was... and make a judgment call based on the information that you gather and that's important to you. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. Uh, it was a wonderful time and uh, day one through three of the trip. Killer. Uh, yeah. You crushed it. Uh, with very little planning, by the way. <laughs> It's stressing me out now after the fact. Actually, I, I'm 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 being a little bit coy with you. I did some planning. You did. I actually no. knew all of these things were kind of here. I, mean, I missed yeah. the 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 haunted the haunted barracks, barracks. and tunnels. Yeah, which kind of sounds fun. I wouldn't mind doing that. But I I can't stress enough though. Um, if you like this episode, the next three are insanely Unreal. better. Yeah, I can't My even mom's believe what be happened. Mad at you. The yeah. next one, I think. We, yeah. Yeah. We'll stay tuned for the next one. So, uh, we are going to go into the depths of Olympic National Park. Oh. Uh, a very, Amazing. I don't know, it's rugged. You know, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's untamed. It's, it's, in, it's insane. And yeah. we are going to have our hands full. 
Uh-huh. A hundred percent. So stay uh-huh. tuned for that, Teresa. It's so a good one. We have some internet things that we are doing. Tell them about that because I always forget. You do forget. So just check us out at www.mountaintownramblers.com. And I just realized we don't need to say www anymore. We could just say mountaintownramblers.com. Well, it's not like we're old. <laughs> Only old people say I that, Teresa. I think that that's telling of our age. Yes. We also have an Instagram account. Mountown Ramblers. So check us out and send us an email if you'd like. Have any questions for us? We have lots of pictures and and videos on our social media. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and stay tuned. I think in the next couple of weeks, do you we, have an announcement? We to have make? a very large announcement to make about some potential merchandise that merch? might merch. Is that what That's the kids what the are saying? Kids are saying. The now. kids are saying merch. Are we they? We got some merch. So, Is it merch though, or are we just like? creating things for people yeah we are we are not ones to advertise other people's products as much we'd rather create products that we think people would love that we know that we believe in and uh we have a couple of items very reasonably priced that we think are very practical and of course fun because we're fun people and they have to be fun they have to be fun so we're not going to tell you of course you have to wait and be patient for the next one and we're going to go upstairs and quickly invent this thing that we just no okay thanks Teresa this is lovely